to the Lord of the Rings Sentence, your one-stop podcast for the most meticulous and detailed breakdown of J.R.R. Tolkien's most famous work, The Lord of the Rings. With me today, you might know him from his music with Captain Kudzu and Dogwood Lung. We got Timothy Collier on the podcast. Hello. Welcome. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm uh I'm all right. Yeah, I'm excited to read the this uh the sentence. Uh, we got ahead of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a really good sentence. Oh, have you have you already done the reading? That's great. Yeah, I did the reading. I okay, always cool. do the reading. Awesome. Good to know. Um, so for those of you who don't know, if you're listening for the first time, uh, this is Lord of the Rings sentence. We uh, dive deep into the Lord of the Rings one sentence at a time, week by week. Um, we are on sentence number seven. So if you haven't listened to the first six sentences, go back and listen to those sentences because you'll be totally lost. Um, I will give a brief uh, recap before we get into our sentence for the day, but I highly recommend listening to the first six sentences uh, or else you'll be totally lost. Um, but before we do that, Timothy, mm-hmm. um, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit by telling telling the audience your experience with Tolkien and the Lord of the Rings. Um, are you a fan of the movies, of the books? Yeah, I'm a huge fan of the movies. I watch them all the time, uh, always all together. I have a difficult time watching only one and then not following it up with the other two. Um, and theatrical cut. Um, like, You're a theatrical you know, cut a, boy as well. Faithful nice. to the theatrical nice. cuts. And uh, the books I did read uh, in fifth or sixth grade. So it's been Mm -hmm. a long time and I don't remember a whole lot specifically about the books, but I remember loving them. Mm. Um, They're much better than The Hobbit. I also remember not liking The Hobbit. Um, I liked The Hobbit. Yeah. Not so much the movies. They were okay. No, they're not. There's one good movie caught up in the three of them. I believe that. If you cut away the fat and you just have like three bad movies yeah Um, but no i uh with a with a good movie hidden inside though right um no i think uh so so i'm not i'm not super versed in the lore but i listen Mm -hmm. to my friends talk about the the middle earth lore and i really like it i just like them telling me about it um so anything i know is is from them um but yeah big fan of the movies (laughs) mostly who's your uh who's your deepest cut character name you could just like pull out of your butt oh it wouldn't be very deep it wouldn't I be very deep no i mean um proud feet oh okay <laughs> uh, i hope he's in the book we haven't gotten to that part yet but yes oh, i remember that much oh great good mm-hmm. good well spoilers for anybody who's worried the about movies that are pretty thing. faithful yeah well uh i think it's time to to get into the one sentence to rule them all this week mm-hmm. um and for this portion of the podcast, I do need complete silence because I'm compiling them every sentence into an audiobook to give to Patreon subscribers, as you know. So here we go. <clears throat> oh, and a little little backstory. So uh, first six sentences were introduced to this guy, Bilbo. He's got a birthday party coming up. He's turning 111. Uh, 60 years ago, disappeared, showed back up. Presumably, he has a lot of money hidden in the hills. Uh, the, the town kind of talks about him. But people are looking forward to his birthday party. Um, we were introduced to this concept that he has uh, prolonged vigor, um, which uh, he he apparently doesn't age. The last sentence says that at 90, he was very much the same as he was at 50, which leads into this sentence. 
At 99, they began to call him well-preserved, but unchanged would have been nearer the mark. It's a quality sentence. That is a good, good sentence. So right off the bat, just what are your initial thoughts? Break it down for me. Well, um, semicolon. I think that this is the first semicolon of the book. And there are going to be a lot of them. I, I was wow. flipping around and Tolkien, I mean, there's one in the next sentence, uh, spoiler alert, but they're, they're all over the place and, and um, Tolkien loves them. And it's funny, writers, fiction writers tend to avoid them. I, I think, yeah. I, I, think, um, I, don't I, I use them a the, lot in like uh, essays in school, but not yeah. so much like in my short fiction and creative writing courses. Right. I, uh, I was doing some reading on semicolons and um, oh, I, I found that I think uh, like uh, Beckett, Joyce, Wodehouse, Amos, Orwell, Echo, Hemingway, Chandler, and King, none of them have a single semicolon in their entire work, I'm pretty sure. Um, you know, bigger writers have written a lot and, and they see it as, um, Americans in particular see it as this punctuation mark uh, or as an in-between punctuation mark, a kind of in-between other ones. It's like a nothing mark, you know, that, yeah. that it's all, it can always be better with a uh, comma. can always be better served. Well, not so much a comma in most cases, just for the period, right? Oh, I mean, okay, by separating it out, yeah. Yeah, separate sentences. You put but a comma then, and you have a comma, comma splice or run on Had J.R.R. Tolkien done that, this would have been two episodes, needlessly. It's going to help you a lot, yeah. It's going to help me a lot that <laughs> like semicolons. semicolons, yeah. Uh, no, listen to Kurt Vonnegut. This is Kurt Vonnegut on semicolons. Quote, here oh. is a lesson in creative writing. The first rule, do not use semicolons. Semicolons are transvestite hermaphrodites. All they do is show you've been to college. Yeah, so that's Vonnegut, you know, typical. That's Vonnegut, uh, yeah. Uh, All they do is show I, you've been to college, right? I mean, that's yeah. Things where I like well, semicolons. Who's the better, I my... who's the better writer, Tolkien or Vonnegut? Probably Vonnegut. Um, mm. Most of the writers I listed earlier probably might be better than, than, than Tolkien also. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm against the semicolon uh, or against Tolkien. I I mean, this is the Lord of the Rings that. podcast. Yeah, you got to yeah. respect the goat. Yeah, I'm. I I think he's a good writer. Um, I don't see his best as a weakness. Best writer of all time, probably. Best writer that we're covering on this podcast systematically. Yeah, that's true. That is um, true. I'll take that. But yeah, they're everywhere. I don't know if it has something to do with him being a linguist or a philologist. Um, you know, I don't know. Like maybe he has some. He could give you a treatise on the semicolon if you felt like it, if you asked him about it. Uh, maybe he has somewhere in his writing done something like that. Because I'm, you know, he's not, yeah. Tolkien's not an unselfconscious automatic writer, I feel like. I think he yeah. thinks about what he's doing. Oh, 100%. I mean, he's the guy that invented the language uh, right. for the elves, you know. He's... He, he invents a lot of languages. And I think that, you know, probably a lot of genre and fantasy writers, I think, are most interested in the world building and the and mm -hmm. the fantasy elements but i think you couldn't really say that he's that tolkien's not interested in the like you know the on the word level and on grammar level so which is got, why we're breaking it down sentence by sentence exactly uh, debated word by word and then we would have had the delightful episode on well dash preserved now that's a <laughs> word right there right uh, i was gonna say yeah even in this language or rather in this sentence um, the sentence is about language, right? It's mm. 
they began to call him well-preserved, but unchanged would have been nearer the mark. It's about and diction, right? It's saying it's, he's sort of drawing totally. this, uh, this distinction between these two words. So. And both of those sentences, sorry, both of those words are italicized. And that's, right. the, that's the first use of italics in, in the text as well. Right. And um, there's also these two hyphenated words in the first clause, but um, I think, you know, so, so he's, he's encouraging us to reflect on the, what, what, what are the differences between well-preserved and unchanged? Right. Right. You, we can think of them as synonyms, but there's, yeah. you know, there's potentially a world of difference between the two. So well-preserved, I guess, how, how, how would you differentiate these two? Because he is calling for a differentiation. Are the hobbits suggesting they're, he's literally preserving himself in like a, a substance? Like Captain America frozen in ice or? I don't know. I, I, I read well-preserved and I think it's, only, it's sort of... Um, sterile and and um it's how you would talk about a cadaver totally you know, or um, uh, archaeological find mm -hmm. um or maybe some sort of uh food stuff that you have in a jar in your pantry you'd say it's well preserved totally. um where I, and and so um unchanged i think sounds magical to me like yes uh, you know it's yeah it's, it's hard to explain, but that seems to be the connotation for me. There's something um, eerie about it um, mm. in a different way. I mean, they both have their own eeriness. I mean, but... to be 99 and to be unchanged from how you were at 50, no new wrinkles, no graying hair, no nothing. Right. Well-preserved implies... Um, that he's been a, he's done a good job at not aging like he uses anti-aging cream and he eats sure, yeah. superfoods and things like that unchanged even is just something else entirely even like food or drink that's like well preserved like you know it's still like barrel aged you know fill in the blank whatever there's right. like a different taste there's there is a difference right. but this is just someone who has appeared 50 years old for yeah, 60 sort of years frozen now. in time yeah um like captain america right yeah. Do you think Tolkien had Captain America um, in his mind when he wrote this? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, yeah, he was a big uh, he was a big fan of the Chris Evans Captain America. Yeah. Actually, yeah. thought that he thought that 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 they shouldn't have gotten rid of him and replaced him. Kevin Feige probably reached out to him to try to like turn this into a cinematic universe, but they should make movies out of it. Um, but I was going to ask, why did you skip the prologue? There's a 15-page um, prologue called Concerning yeah. Hobbits. You just... It was boring. I don't know. <laughs> didn't want to do it. <laughs> I like it. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I see your point. I mean, if you're I... doing a sentence by sentence podcast, you might take every chance you get. Like, you're not doing the appendices. Uh, Correct. Now, is there an epilogue in Return of the King? Uh, they return to Hobbiton and all that, but I don't know if that's an epilogue. Like the, it ends with like the movies. So I think you're you're asking it. you're asking the wrong guy. Right, uh, right, going off of going off of the movies, there's like mm -hmm. three or four different endings. There's so endings, right, which makes me think there might be. It probably is one, and if there is, I will go through those when we yeah. when we get there. Down, down um, the line. not yeah. too long from now, but I diagrammed long. the sentence. Um, oh, yeah. could you send me a, a picture of that so I can share it with the episode? Yeah, I'll do yeah. that. Remind me. What'd you find in your diagramming? Um, that I haven't diagrammed sentences in a long time and that it's kind mm. of difficult. Um, you should be able to share your screen now. What I found. Yeah, let me see. Oh, here oh. we go. Yeah, you see that? Man, it has been a minute since I've seen a sentence diagrammed. Mm -hmm. 
and this there might be a couple of mistakes there were a couple of things i wasn't totally sure what to do with but i think that this is mm -hmm. pretty accurate <laughs> we're just looking at a diagram yeah <laughs> I, I appreciate this. You, you've sure. you've really gone above and beyond more so than any other guest and really bringing your A game to this sentence. Well, that probably just says more about them than me though. So, Hey, may, maybe so. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on this sentence or? Let's see. I was just going to comment. This is on the beginning of the book in general, but um, this is something I would not have been able to recall before looking back at the book, but it does not start like the film does at all. You might have talked about that on another episode. But. So we've we've not. Uh, so the the film starts with like the lore of the ring. Uh, there's, there's the Lord like, of the Ring starts with the lore, the lore. of the rings. Right. Um, um, that's that's fun. That's funny. What Kate, I just accidentally did. <laughs> Kate Blanchett's uh, magisterial and voice. nine rings. The world is changed. Nine rings in the water. I feel it <laughs> oh hell yeah! I smell it in the air. Much that once was is lost. Well, none now live who remember it let me ask you this and then the title comes out it's beautiful it's is that written down in your computer in front of you or did you just off the top of the noggin come up come up with that off the top of the noggin i'm very impressed That's... it was a, a pastime with friends of mine is just is just <laughs> quoting the films at length you know like watch them all and then we like quote them for the next two months you know yeah uh, so I have, I have portions memorized you know beautiful and now i'll have portions of the book memorized because you know, you look mm -hmm. at these sentences long enough and you'd yeah. be able to, you know, say them without looking. Yeah, it's like a Bible study. You, 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 you dive in one verse at a time and eventually they stick, you know? I think that's the idea a lot of people right. have. Yeah, and I think uh, I try to, we're going to, you know, through, the, through this podcast, what you need to do is make sure that you apply the four, all four senses of scripture, you know? Mm. To, to the Tolkien right there's the, the medieval exegetical tools right it's like allegorical historical I don't know there's two more um, yeah uh, I'm I'm gonna look those up and I'm gonna pray about it and we'll see what I decide to do <laughs> so now moving on to my favorite segment of the show um, JRR what does it stand for uh <laughs> Where I guess what JRR stands for. Timothy, do you know what JRR stands for in JRR Tolkien? I do know what it stands for. Um, okay, so don't tell me. Mm -hmm. I know that the first, that J is John. Pretty easy, yeah. Yeah, well, it took me three episodes to guess, so. I didn't say it was that easy. Yeah, okay. The first R, is it Richard? No. Hmm. Better luck next week, I guess. Better luck next week. So yeah, let's move on to the fantasy news of the week. <clears throat> so fantasy, this week in fantasy news, um, dragons are real. Did you know this? No, I, I did not know that. So there is this uh, species uh, in the Indonesian islands of Komodo, uh, Rinka Flores, well, yeah, I know um, about Komodo dragons, but they're yeah. not like dragons. Well, of course they are. It's in the name. They just, yeah, they just call them that. They're monstrous lizards. Well, what's a dragon? Dragon is a fictional... Um, no, no, they're real. It <laughs> says it right here. Being fictional is constitutive of the term dragon. Uh, to say that dragons are real is a, is a contradiction in terms. It says right here that it's a giant lizard who eats gold. It says it. Like Smaug? 
like Smaug eats gold and mm-hmm. um, burns villages down. We'll see that the Komodo dragons don't do that. So I'm pretty sure they do. I haven't. I've skimmed. So this is the fantasy news of the week. Is you just they, you found out that dragons are real? Yeah, I found out dragons are real. They they use inspiration off the Komodo dragon, the 1933 film King Kong. You telling me that's not a real dragon in King Kong, on the island, fights fights the monkey. In the nineteen thirty three version, yeah, uh, no, that's, dragons. It's a movie. It's fictional. If it's in the movie, it's fictional. But it's, it's fictional based movie. on this real dragon, right? Telling me, man, there's something they're not telling us about the Komodo dragons. And Is that we'll it? Get that's to the, the it. that's the fantasy news of the week. <laughs> yeah, it's the fantasy news of the week. All right. <laughs> um. Good. So, uh, Timothy, where can people find you online? Um. Do you want people to find you online? <laughs> Yeah, sure. T call okay. your seven uh, on Twitter. I mostly tweet up. It's mostly posting. Um, tweet about movies sometimes. Give, give me an example. What's your What's your favorite post you've ever done? Um, Doesn't have to be your favorite ever. It could be just in the past like week. What's a, if What's you, a shit post you? If you start of? to remember your posts, they stop being posts. Oh, okay. You know, it's a little like, too much thought into them. Yeah, yeah, you throw it out there into the world. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just tweeting about the topic of the day okay. in a reverent fashion. Mm-hmm. Like Not I'm, funny. like I'm better than you because I don't care about this thing. Is the yeah. is the energy okay? Cool. Yeah. You, or oh, di- oh, you care about Joe Biden? Not me. Something like that. I think that the 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 way i would phrase it is you're not better than me because you do care about something i'm not saying, oh. you, I'm just saying the general you yeah yeah you know no. we're not neither of us are better than each other i am the best online i'd say and you can find me at chad a oliver on twitter instagram and letterboxd um, oh yeah follow me on letterboxd yeah it's fun to track what people are watching it's my favorite mm-hmm. social media more people should use it yeah it's fun i like clubhouse <laughs> I do not like. Last night. <laughs> I do not like Clubhouse. I just have no use for it. Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'll get better when more people join or something. But it's great. I love it. Well, folks, this has been the seventh sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. Tune in next week for the eighth sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. That might be cool.com. You never know.